0: So, what's the buzz?
1: What's happening?
0: Your mom used to say that.
1: So? comes out of Jesus Christ Superstar. It's a song.
0: <laughs> um, well. Um, the day after we talked. That doesn't matter. Today.
1: Doesn't matter. That's doesn't whole, doesn't you know, matter. All of these experiences that you want to tell about really don't matter. Yeah. Yeah, they
0: don't matter. So I us say today was a little bit, um, I congratulate myself for today. I'm proud of myself because. That matters. Yeah, I'm proud of myself because, um.
2: Whenever I've been in the quote-unquote ditch, it can be weeks, it can be days. And the time is great, but also the depth of being in that ditch has changed. So Mm -hmm. today, I noticed, I would say, is like being in the ditch, but I didn't stop practicing. I didn't stop throwing out unwholesome thoughts and smiling.
0: And breathing, and I called Dan, so I wanted some help. So I congratulate I know, that's myself. That's the
1: whole point. You don't need any help, but you're always wanting it. And you, th- and uh, what I've seen is, is that if you explain yourself well enough, then you'll get the help you want.
2: I didn't actually. I didn't actually want it as much as I usually do. I, I've I've wanted less. I've wanted less. My my wanting of help is definitely less than it's been. I know. I've watched it happen. Congratulations
1: that you don't want so much.
3: Yeah.
2: It's nice. And in fact, whenever I see wanting, when I remember, I see that one too. Aha! Mm-hmm.
0: I see you. Ah, congratulations!
2: Yeah, things that I've uh, struggled with on and off today is um, struggled, been challenged by. Maybe I guess would be a better way to say it because we're developing a skill, right? And there's, there's uh, always oh, a...
1: you mean like a uh, a a joust? Yeah, I guess you could say. Yeah. With lances and horses and battle gear and all of that, that's a challenge. Yeah. Why don't you just think of it as an event? Why does it have to be challenges and struggles?
0: Rather than, ah, there I go again, I can just see it. the answer to that is probably that you were taught that you have to struggle Hmm. well when I see that the enthusiasm that I
2: had in the moment prior isn't here now so what I think that's a challenge because no it's not a challenge (laughs) <laughs> sometimes you feel
1: like a nut and sometimes you don't.
2: That's what Dan was saying, actually. He said it doesn't actually matter what the result is. What matters is that you practice the same, regardless. Mm-hmm. And and I loved what he said because he's like, you got to remember you've been doing this for 25 years, this, this dukkha stuff, and, and you're like literally creating new neurons in the brain that takes some time so remember you're in the long game mm-hmm. so maybe you're not going to be like as great you know it's not going to be as easy of a practice day like it's mm-hmm. been past few days for you or past few weeks but hey look at this the ditch isn't as deep as it's been here you are still practicing no it mm-hmm. doesn't always feel great but you're still practicing And that was pretty cool. I I did really well at work today, too, even. Like, it was, you know, it was a little bit more of, like, a um, tougher climb up the mountain. But I did it. Each moment I did it.
1: Well, that's the whole point about breaking things down from a great big mountain. Or... um, Trying to stay out of the ditch permanently. This is the goals. Western mentality is very, very much goal oriented. Mm-hmm. And very slowly you're beginning to change the neurons in the mind from that goal oriented perspective into the what's happening right now perspective. That yeah. yeah. this moment is the only moment that matters.
2: I wouldn't even say it's See, very slowly. You've got it's a slow process, but I think it's happened. It's happened pretty quickly for me. I mean, you've slow, said that too. You said it made. Slow
1: fast is a relative term. Oh, I know people who have been making fast progress for the past fifty years and haven't gotten anywhere.
0: <laughs> Wait, what?
1: <laughs> That's nuts. No, they look how hard they tried. They
0: struggled, ah. so they must have gotten a long distance. <laughs> uh huh. Still on the same treadmill of looking at
1: Duca, rather than every time the Duca comes,
2: throw it out. Yeah. What, um, where my frustration came from today. Is the thoughts of seeing, oh man, you're not seeing the Duca as well as you usually do. <laughs> you, you, I like. It's like that's I know Duca's
1: another
2: thought. That's just another that's one. Just that's another just
1: another whole ocean thought.
2: Yeah, and I, I was really tired today. I, I didn't get much sleep at all. Mm-hmm. And um, my girlfriend and I were talking about possibly breaking up in the future. So that like. You know that took me for a turn circumstances on top of learning this practice was not
1: well, uh, an ideal not mix go, let's not go there <laughs> for several reasons including whatever happens that's way off in the future and that yeah. uh, the more you're practicing and being in the moment, the less likelihood of that kind of event happening, that people break up because they're not getting along. Yeah. And here you are learning to get along with yourself. I am. And if you get along with yourself, you'll be able to get along with
3: her.
2: And I also got to be honest so, with you, Don this practice is, has helped me see that, like, Truly when I when I'm doing well, like when I'm really feeling good, I see that I really don't need anyone like I'll be okay either way.
1: The reason why so many are out looking for love. Because they they depend on it. it. Because they don't already have it. Right. And then they sing the song that I like so much looking for love in all the wrong places.
2: Yeah, they're, you know, it's it's seeking for that satisfaction, right? It's it's that mm-hmm. that whole head trip that we think satisfaction comes from outside of us.
1: Well, I don't really know what the author had in mind of that song. I don't remember it. It's a really old one. But I do understand it from the Dhamma perspective is looking for love in all the wrong places means looking for love outside Mm -hmm. in materialism, in Mm -hmm. other people, and uh, finding a mommy in all of that. Yeah. And um, there's actually two ways to do it. Oh, really? One is to give yourself the love that you crave. And the other one. Is just forget about it. You don't need to be loved. Mm. Look at all of these years you've been unloved, and you survived. You can survive without love.
2: And I think, like what you're pointing to, the the latter, right? Forget about it. That actually paradoxically I, gives you love.
1: Um, let us say then that love and
2: satisfaction.
1: Are interrelated.
2: Interrelated. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Because yeah, so like if you when you're satisfied. with
1: without love, then you don't need love because you've got all the love you need. <laughs> right. Exactly.
3: Right.
1: So that means now that if we, we can set our standard or our boundaries. I need this much love. Yeah. And then we can work to give ourselves that love.
3: Yeah.
1: Or we can leave the love as it is and lower our boundaries and lower our standards. Mm. in the case, they come up to the same. And so yeah. this whole idea of lowering our standards or lowering our boundaries, that in fact, that's something that I see quite a lot in you. It's in everyone, but you've got a kind of a double dose <laughs> in the sense that you had more than one relative that was really bossy. Mm, that's true. And you have learned to be bossy with yourself. Mm -hmm. And also, when you're bossy with yourself, you wind up being kind of bossy with other people. Mm -hmm. So let's examine that fact that you're being bossy with yourself because it's an old habit. And those are the sources of, of actually two different areas. You either work really hard and, and pass, or you work really hard and fail. All right. If you work really hard and pass that that's the be perfect. Mm -hmm. If you work really hard and fail. And by the way, the standards for failing were set up in the beginning, not in the end. So you already know whether you're going to be doing the pass or the fail. But if you pass, then you do it with that be perfect driver. And if you fail, you do it with the try hard driver. Look how hard I tried. I struggled. Okay. So this is what these words struggle and challenges come from is because, uh, you're, uh, if you were running from
0: your be perfect," you would have said, "Oh, well, I can take care of that too But, in fact, the challenge, you won't feel up to it. say
1: say that again. The challenge is a challenge because you don't feel up to it. Mm-hmm. The struggle is a struggle is because no matter how much you try, you're not going to fail. You're not going to pass. You're going to fail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, what what is needed now is to see those standards that you keep setting for yourself that you pass and fail against, mm-hmm. and lower your standards.
2: Lower the standards. Yeah. Well, well that's what i
1: down to the point that whatever you're doing right now is OK.
2: Right. And it's good enough.
1: And it's good enough.
2: Dan says something like find the smallest unit of win or the smallest unit of success. You can. That's
1: exactly
2: right. That.
1: Exactly right. In fact, yeah. stop looking for big things and, and
2: accept that the little ones are already here. And it's good enough. Yeah. And it's treasure that. Well, it's interesting. Cause I think like what I've started to notice is, um, it's weird. Like even on, even today, I would notice like unwholesome thoughts coming in and then I would start thinking like, okay, I got to throw these out. I got to do this. Like, you, you know, work hard, right? Like work hard at it. And sometimes I noticed that I was like, you know what, this is just like, this is too much right now. Like I'm, I'm just going to relax.
1: You know, you're working too hard. Exactly. Those. Yeah. We've been telling you right from the beginning that you've been setting really, really high standards yeah. for your meditation. And I we said, need I'm just going to stop gonna... having those standards. That the real meditation is to see the standards and take care of those, rather than using the meditation to meet your standards.
2: And I think I might be seeing them because in those moments when I notice myself working hard. Even if I'm doing it really well, like if I'm throwing out the unwholesome thought when I see it and then replacing it with wholesome, after a while, it gets tiring. So it's like, I, could, I just want to relax. And sometimes well, anything I just end you up. you work at becomes tiring. So I just end up like focusing on the breath and enjoying the breath. And I notice that when it. I'm, when you I'm just. You don't even enjoying,
1: have to use the word focus.
2: No, yeah, just enjoying. Well, it's like synonymous with it. Like if I'm enjoying the breath, I'm focusing on the breath. If if I'm focusing on the breath, I'm enjoying it. I I know.
1: Uh, let's let's put it this way. Let's look at this. Okay. Imagine that this is the object or the target or whatever. Okay. And that uh, the mind is like this. Okay. It's all over the place. Yeah. And what we're looking for is to begin to study the mind so that they can look at it. So now the hand is doing this. Before it was all over the place like this. Yeah, now yeah. Now yeah, yeah. doing this.
2: That's
1: good. And what we're yeah. looking for is to get it to do this. Oh, okay. 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 Huh. And eventually it will do this.
3: <laughs>
1: I like that. <laughs> all right. Now, this is Mahasi Method meditation instead. The mind starts out like this, and the students begin to do this. <laughs> uh-huh. And they're still struggling. What, what is still the so object much, in this case? Whatever the object is. In the case like of our qamishat yeah. there are 16 objects of meditation. Really?
0: Mm-hmm the long in-breath, the long out-breath, okay? Another object would be the body itself, which is
1: a huge number of objects. Then another one would be the actual relaxation of the body.
0: Oh, really? Huh.
1: Yes. And then another object would of uh, meditation would be, what is this thought? And then another object of meditation would be the gladdening of the thought. Another object of meditation would be the result of the gladdening of the mind, which is the sukha, And we take that as an object.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And then we take uh, pity. When we get into that yiha feeling, we take that yiha feeling as an object and let it
2: grow and build. This is so incredible because what I've noticed is that when I get into these states, um, especially the relaxation one that you were talking about, I notice mm-hmm. that sometimes I can just actually focus on it like as if it was the breath. I enjoy it like it was the breath. Like it is mm-hmm. an object. Like there is an actual it's like an object. object, like like tangibility to it. And um, the experience or the
1: feeling of Feeling relaxed, or oh, feeling relaxed.
2: relaxed. Sometimes all I can do is I could just be like, I'll oh, just relax right now, and I'll just relax, and it'll like it'll all like wash over me.
1: And so, what you thought was because meditation is so much work, and I'm so tired, I've got to stop and relax. And by that, you're actually now starting to practice correctly.
2: I know, and that's what I'm starting to see. <laughs> because okay, so just to be clear, like you don't. What I think I'm starting to see is like it starts off with noticing the unwholesome thoughts sometimes and then gladdening the mind, but it doesn't have to, right? It can also just start off like, oh, I'm just going to relax right now. Like, are they
0: just different? That is the wholesome thought. That's the wholesome thought.
3: Hmm.
0: Ah, it's another wholesome thought. Listen to that again. It's not
1: even an English language word, but it is a thought.
2: So is there an order to these
0: processes or you just one pick any by one? Of
1: one as they occur. One by one as they occur. So the first one that would occur would be sati, to remember, because if you don't remember to do it, nothing's going to happen.
2: Remember anything?
1: To remember. Any
2: kind of remembering? To look. To look. To
1: remember to look. To remember to wake up. To remember to to see see what's going on. on. Remember to see what's going on. To come into our senses rather than uh, being in the object of whatever object we have. We come out of the
2: object so that we can view it. So That's waking up. So if I feel like I can just... Relax, or just enjoy the breath, and I don't need to go through this mental gymnastics of recognizing an unwholesome thought and replacing it with wholesome. We've been
1: teaching you to come out of. We've been teaching you to come out of the gymnastics.
2: <laughs> oh shit! Hold on one second. My glass dropped.
3: Oopsie.
0: But do you know what I'm saying though?
1: Well, I heard you. Can you take your uh, uh, microphone and move it above your nose because your out breath is uh, hitting the <laughs> microphone? Is that better? That's better.
2: OK, just to clarify, though. <laughs> just to clarify, though, Domerado, what I was saying is. Noticing that I I don't. I want to check in with you and see if this is correct. I don't always have to. Notice an unwholesome thought and replace it with you.
1: You use the word always. Okay.
2: If hmm. I want to do correct practice, I don't have to.
1: You don't have to have that kind of correct practice. Correct practice, the definition of the correct uh, practice is the cause and effect in the sense that the result of the correct practice is the intended result but mostly what we do instead is we define the correct practice in the beginning and then if we follow the correct practice it will give us the result one is uh result oriented and the other one is uh uh getting it right oriented which is the mental state that you're coming from
0: getting it right we we
2: don't want to be result oriented though right we want to be process oriented
1: all right well the process is the result which is in this case being process oriented means that the process right now is okay Or this momentary result is okay, and we don't have to because it's okay. Go back and and uh, compare it to the standards or the rules about how to do this. That 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 what you're doing is very typical, and that is is that they take the process of anapatisati as if it were a set of procedures or rules to be written down and you've got to follow this step and you've got to follow these steps and you've got to follow these steps and you've got to follow these steps, right? That's how you've been practicing over and over. You've got to follow these steps. Well, that got to follow these steps is the issue of what you need to look at so that you don't have to follow these steps anymore. You can just now relax. But you have to remember that you don't have to follow all the steps. What you need to remember is is that you're already okay and that you need to tell yourself that you're already okay rather than telling yourself that you've got to follow the steps.
2: So is the whole point for the practitioner to go through that process then where they're creating all these steps for themselves to realize that they can just relax?
1: Well... It really has to do with when you're on a journey and you've got mileposts or signs and people confuse the mileposts and the signs with the actual progress. In other words, we're rule oriented or rule bound rather than process bound. So you got to follow all the steps is just following the rules.
0: And. We can come out of the rule following by seeing the rule following and say,
1: oh, I don't have to follow that rule. And by that, you're actually now practicing correctly. But if you have the rule of, oh, you got to wake up and you got to gladden the mind. And if you gladden the mind, then you can have sukha, and then you can have pity. And then you got first jhana. Okay. By doing it that way uh, and comparing every step along the way, Uh, we're not really seeing what's going on because what's going on is the force of the rules Mm. rather than just merely following the process especially if you got to get it right because then it's a pass-fail situation and we're not looking at it let's go back to the issue of the satisfaction just a little bit of satisfaction a little dab will do you okay in the sense that if you've got a standard or a boundary about satisfaction and anything below this is unsatisfactory and anything above it is satisfactory then we begin to set that standard higher and higher and what we need to do then is to take that standard down below whatever things are right now and put our standards lower than that take the
2: rules out of it put our standards lower than how we actually feel right now
1: Mm-hmm. Put our standards down below the where, where we feel right now, so that where we feel right now is up to standards. It's above the standards already. How how you feel how right do we now is that? already good enough. By letting yourself say it's all right, everything is okay. We do that by gladdening the mind. It is the same as nourishing ourselves. Which, in those moments when we're nourishing ourselves and gladdening the mind, we're not operating according to a set of rules or standards, which is the critical mind or the parent ego state. All right? And a lot of people are practicing uh, on a side, Well, they're practicing some sort of meditation. But you're doing it out of a list of rules. So you should do this way or you should do that way. or You do what you're told to do by the guru or whatever like that. And so we do the procedure, but we don't get the benefit out of it because we're in the habit of doing what we're told to do, like going to work and not getting the benefit out of it. This makes sense. You can go to your employer and enjoy it. And if you enjoy it well, you're not following anybody's rules. You're just enjoying the job and you're enjoying the results. But if you're not doing a good job and you don't enjoy it, then the boss is going to come in and lay down some rules. You got to do it this way and you got to do it that way. Mm-hmm. Well, you've already got the rules. Now it's time to throw out the rules.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. So I needed to kind of get a sense of what this practice was first to realize that I was just creating a set of rules for myself so that then I mm. can actually see that, Oh, I don't need the rules anymore.
1: Yeah. You don't need the rules.
2: I the have rules enough exposure.
1: Are very much like training wheels on a bicycle. I just a thought of that. Child yeah. needs those training wheels in yeah. order to gain balance. But I tell you what your grand prix sprinter on their Ten thousand dollar bicycle. The one thing that you have missing on those kind of bicycles is training wheels.
2: Yeah, that's actually
1: he, that's a really he, good he, image. He will lose the race if he's got training wheels.
0: Yeah, hmm.
2: this makes so much sense because, like, when I wake up in the morning, I'm thinking, like, I'm already thinking, you know, like, oh, I gotta, I gotta smile. I, I gotta like take a big deep breath.
1: I gotta, I gotta, I gotta. Those are the rules. Yeah. Instead of oh, I can take a deep breath now. Oh, I can smile now. Yeah. So giving yourself permission to do it as opposed to giving yourself orders to do it.
2: Yeah. So it's it's not that I'm not gonna be it's not that I'm it's not that I'm not gonna stop doing these things that I've been doing, replacing the unwholesome with the or re, yeah, replacing the unwholesome with the wholesome and gladdening the mind and enjoying the breath. It's because not that I'm going to stop doing it those.
1: Because you're nurturing yourself.
2: Yeah.
1: And get yourself orders to do it.
2: And from that perspective, if I'm doing it to nurture myself. Like I, I, if I get to catch the grift, drift of what you're saying, it's not about. It's not about thinking like, oh, what do I do now? Or like, this is correct. Like, this is what I'm supposed to do. Or this will lead me to this. Or, you know, mm-hmm. like a math equation. It's more about, oh, wait. <sighs> I could just do a Naroda, right? Oh, I could just uh-huh. relax right now. <sighs> and trust that. Yeah. Go right in.
0: <sighs> I mean, just doing that, like, feels pretty good.
1: Mm-hmm. So and I have so the, simple until you make it a rule, and then when you make it a rule, when you don't do it, you say, "Oh, you didn't do it! I told you how to do it, and you didn't do it." And there we go with all that criticism again. And so, that's the struggle. The struggle is the sense of failure.
2: So, is to let go of the Not rules, then making to say the standards. Mm-hmm. So, is to let go of the, the standards and the rules. Is that the same thing? to uh, Is that
0: also to say that? Um, um, I don't remember what I was going to say.
1: Everything's alright. <laughs> Everything is fine. Here's a, uh, perhaps you've heard this before. When a woman is giving birth to the baby, Her whole body changes hormones. And that when she is presented in the typical hospital setting, when she's given the baby, most of the workers on the ward want to be there at that moment of what they call bonding. When mommy gets her tender infant in her arms and everybody gets teary and jerky, you know, and all of that, because of that bonding that nourishing, that infant will die if that mother does not bond with that child. And when she takes the child home, her job now is to nourish and to nurture that child and to let the child grow on his own. But in fact, about two days after the child has been born, it's about time for their first whopper. And the mommy is really, really happy to see that great big light yellow turd come up. Because it shows that the digestive system is working. Right. Now, what happens is, is that that nourishment that the mother has gets impacted with the society that moms can't nourish their child on and on and on and on. And if they do in our society, it gets really weird. Okay. With the young man, for instance, never leaves home. He stays with his mom. And when his mom dies, he dies too, because he's just so let us say in that um, symbiotic relationship. So there's got to be some kind of a transition. The child does have to grow up, yeah. but we get then into the next stage that, in fact, Ford really studied this. The developmental psychology is a great big area of psychology from penatal and natal and uh, then what they call oral and anal and phallic and latency and all of that kind of stuff. And it's around the age of two where the child gets some independence. And as that child gets independence onwards, especially if there's a sibling born, the older child, let's say the three or the four-year-old, uh, is, is mommy's little baby until the second baby is born. And now the older child is mommy's little helper. Mm. He's put to work. And certainly by the age of six, the child is to put to work. You learn your ABCs. You learn your one, two, threes. You do your homework. You sit here and you pay attention in class. You've got work to do. All right. This means then that we, the mom changes her attitude from the child of being nurturing into being critical. And every child goes through that transitional phase badly. You could almost say that that is possibly the number one trauma in everyone's life, is the transition of losing the uh, losing the nurturing from our mommy. And mommy now puts us to work. Hmm. And we resent it. And we want to go back to and long for that state of nurturing. And so we expect to find it in the mate. Hmm. Right. Well, if you don't nurture your mate, your mate's not going to nurture you because she came to you for nurturing, and you went (laughs) to her for nurturing, and neither one of you got nurturing. Both of you have a critical mind. (laughs) And so what we need to do is to convert that critical mind, that sankara or that built-up stuff of here's the rules, this is the way you're supposed to do things, all of those rites, rituals, rules, and all of that kind of stuff, we need to drop that and go back into nurturing ourselves. And don't make that a rule, too. Thou shalt
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, I actually just enjoy doing it rather than making it a rule. Yeah. Or worse still, oh, you're not nurturing yourself right now. You're a bad person. <laughs> yeah. Can I ask you a so question? Even, even have the idea of nurturing and still stay in critical mind. This is exactly what we need to do with the very first point of meditation. The very first thing that Goenka says is that if the mind wanders away from the breath, Never mind, start again, okay? Well, well congratulations we people don't do that. Right, congratulations for noticing the mind went away from the breath. Nourish the mind or the sati that you have just got to see that the mind has wandered away. But the students don't do that. Instead, they beat themselves up figuratively because they were out of control. You didn't follow the rules. The, the rules and watch the breath. You didn't follow the rules. Slap, 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 slap. And we go around beating ourselves up for no reason at all. But in yeah. fact, there should be a point in time for congratulations and nourishment. Ah, oh, I remembered to watch the breath. Well, I'll go back and watch the breath.
2: Yeah, and there's kind of like an insistence on that congratulations, right? An insistence on having that attitude about it.
1: Well, insistence would be another rule.
2: Well, as an attitude.
1: Well, yes. Now the attitude of nurturing. To come out of our mind of critical thinking into the mind of nurturing. Okay. Everything's all
2: right. So, can I ask a question? Sure. So,
3: you know how, like.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so, um, for the past few days and for like the past few weeks really what we've been doing is you've said how important it is to notice the unwholesome thoughts and wake up to them and replace them with wholesome because if you don't that adrenaline is just going to drip through right mm-hmm. cause that that brain chemistry to go downward spiral
1: right. so so you ought to be watching your breath causes adrenaline rather than oh yeah I could, uh, and that reduces adrenaline
2: so what I was going to ask though is like, if um, if I'm throwing out the rules, right? One of the rules that I would throw out is that every time I see an unwholesome thought, that I have to like deliberately replace it with a wholesome thought. And instead, I would just like to be like, oh, oh, there that is. I can just relax.
1: That's uh-huh. fine. Ah, there you are. I see you, Mara. Or as we're saying, hello, darkness, my old friend.
3: No, but what, what I'm saying is. No, listen yeah. to
1: me. It's your attitude about the unwholesome thought. Instead of making a rule about, oh, that's an unwholesome thought, you gotta get it out. No, I I
2: understand you it's the attitude.
1: With it too. Yeah, the attitude is okay, I see that. Everything is all right.
2: Everything I know I'm
1: satisfied I, with being able to see the unwholesome thought.
2: What I'm saying is.
0: Is it possible to sometimes just, are you getting frustrated? Uh, um, it's that you get
1: insistent upon that you have to tell rather than listening. Because I've already answered your question several times, but you keep insisting, no, you got to hear it exactly that you want to say it. But you're also going to just hear the same result back again. It's almost like that you've got a a rule inside saying, I've got to get it out. I've got to tell it all.
2: I feel like you're not really listening to exactly what I'm asking. And you're asking, you're you're giving an answer. You'd be satisfied with that. You're Can giving you be
1: an satisfied answer? that I'm not listening to you because I've heard all of that stuff before and and you're going to be really hard to pin down?
2: No, but this is different because we're talking about breaking, we're talking about um, throwing out the rules and you just keep cutting me off.
1: Okay. Can you be satisfied that I keep cutting you off?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: Okay, we'll see that, too. Because, in fact, that's my job is to cut you off from all of that stuff and come back to. That if I can't cut you off, how in the world can you expect you to cut that stuff off?
2: I know, but we're not going to be talking tomorrow and I'm. I'm trying to ask you a question about something that happens in real time when I'm not talking to you and I want to be able to address
0: it and be able to deal with it in a way that's skillful. Right stop. Stop that. (laughs) Stop what more? That's just
1: more. uh, Parent ego state or more rule setting. Or trying to get it done in advance. I want to know now what to do tomorrow. That was just what you were asking.
2: Uh, that's not really fair, cause you, I, you're not re- like you didn't let me ask my question. You keep cutting me off. In all all fairness, right,
1: go ahead and ask your question. I will be quiet and listen.
2: Okay. Ask your question. Okay. If my intention, but is, I will
1: listen to the words. So you listen you. too as you're okay. speaking them. You choose to correct words.
2: Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. If if my intention is to drop the rules, right? Mm-hmm. To let go of the rules. One way how I see that playing out for me, and how I've seen it play out over the past couple of days, um, but I haven't given myself full permission to do this, which is. When I notice an unwholesome thought, instead of, you know, doing that whole dialogue of, oh, I see you, congratulations, success, I'll just take a breath now, I'll replace this with a wholesome thought. Instead of doing that, I could just see it like a blip in the radar, like, oh, there's that. I'm just going to enjoy this moment, or I'm just going to enjoy this breath, or I'm just going to enjoy this pity or this suka. Is that correct? Is that right? The right kind of attitude with letting
0: go of the rules? Okay.
1: I've already said that 14 or 15 times and you didn't listen because you were too interested in asking your question. You didn't say that.
2: No, you didn't.
1: Well, you weren't listening. Okay. All right. Because you were too busy getting ready to ask your question.
0: I disagree, go back, but go that's back, fine. Go,
1: I know. Go back to what Dan said. And that is find a little bit of sukka. Find a little satisfaction. Keep going for finding satisfaction.
0: Keep nourishing yourself because that's a satisfying thing to do. It has nothing to do with my question, though, Domerato.
3: It has.
1: That's, the, that's because your question is irrelevant. Drop your question. You don't need to ask a question. That, in fact, what you can say instead is, is that look at the fact that you still have doubt. And doubt is expressed in questions. And your questions and your questions and your questions and your questions. Right. Let's put those aside. Let's put our, our, away all of the questions
2: and just relax. I guess what I don't want to have happen is for me to not notice an unwholesome thought because I'm relaxing right now. And then I end up having adrenaline go through and it was undetected. And then now I'm dealing with a downward spiral that I didn't see coming. All but right. I'm also we'll thinking-
1: deal with it when it happens instead of worrying about it in advance. And if you're nourishing yourself, then that won't happen. And if you're worried about it happening, guess what? It will.
0: Okay. All right. Okay. Anything that can go
1: wrong will go wrong, and it will go wrong if you think about it going
0: wrong. You create your own reality. Yeah. And they're trying to make sure that you get it right, and that's the rule. Don't worry about getting it right. Just enjoy. It. Remember, it is okay. Everything's all
1: right. Everything's fine. When you see an unwholesome thought, aha! I see you as an unwholesome thought. If a thought is unwholesome and you do not see it, you will.
2: And if perhaps it's unwholesome, after it's got you, if, perhaps if, after it's got you by the throat, and if it's unwholesome, and I do see it, but I don't go into that whole like, oh, I see you, and that's okay too, and I can just enjoy. The important thing on. is is that
1: you don't go into, oh no, there it is again.
2: Right.
3: I'm okay.
0: worried about it.
3: Okay. Okay. Good.
0: In fact, an, uh, a way of thinking about it is, is the gladdening of the mind. You've changed that into a rule. Rather than a pleasant thing to do.
1: It's mm. quite possible for people to say, thou shalt nurture. You must nurture. And anytime I catch you not nurturing, I'm going to beat the tar out of you.
2: That's true. However, that's also still a victory in its own regard, right? Because for all these years.
1: If you, if you let it be.
2: No, I mean, even the rule itself, the fact that I've made that a rule for myself is a much more wholesome rule than the rule of shitting on myself or sabotaging myself. You know? Ah, it's but it's a rule, but it's shit more. Shit on
1: yourself and sabotage on yourself. Now you're just doing it a little bit less. Where, in fact, you don't have to do it at all. You just nurture yourself instead.
3: Right.
2: Right. I was just pointing to that it's a victory. I know.
1: Right. Okay. Then then take that as a victory. I am. Then take that as a victory rather than um, as, oh, no, what if this happens? This is just you know, more, your questions are all about just more and more of what what about-isms. And there's no end to them, as you can tell. You can always come up with
0: another question rather than being satisfied without the answers because you've got enough. You've
1: got enough. Enough what? enough information or enough knowledge that you can feel good. And so go ahead and feel good. You don't have to have all the answers. Okay.
0: Because there's no end to the questions. Yeah. So what we can do is just stop asking questions and just relax. Not knowing. But if you have that rule, you should know everything. Then that leads to more questions and more questions
1: and more questions. And you're satisfied.
0: I see
2: those come out, uh, come up a lot throughout the day too. those kinds of thoughts. I, I know I see them often when we talk. But it's good that I see them.
1: It's good good that you see them. It's good that you begin to see these judgmental thoughts and the doubts and the worries about the future. When, if you can see it this way, if you can smile and relax and enjoy this present moment, then for sure you can do it again sometime.
0: Right. Right. And that's all the knowledge you need. You said you can do it again. You got yourself into a good state this time. You can get yourself into a good state next time. Yeah. And you got yourself into a good state this time by
1: nourishing. So continue that nourishing everything's all right everything's fine no place to go nothing to do wow what a relief it is there's, hey, you an know old I... there's an old alka-seltzer commercial that is useful when they it's a little uh jingle they call it plop plop fizz fizz oh what a relief it is Okay, and so we can think of that as a practice of anapanasati. Is plop yourself down and plop away all of those. Uh, just let all of those uh, unwholesome thoughts go, and allow that bubbling, relaxing, fizzing. Oh, what a relief it is!
2: That's I do that throughout the day.
1: Great. I do. That's fine. That's it. All you have to do is continue to remember to do that. There's nothing left. There's nothing else
3: to do.
2: Yeah, and I um, so like if putting my attention on the breath and enjoying the breath is OK. To do that for long periods of time. And it's a practice that builds up Sati.
0: That really helps me. No. Yeah. It really
2: helps. It, it 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 definitely makes the unwholesome thoughts seem less substantial too. Because you have this right. great joyful sea of sati, and then you know, you Everything. have like a flicker of unwholesome.
1: Yeah. Right. And so now that's the attitude, hey, I can handle
2: that. Yeah. That's oh, that's fine. Come yeah, come so and that. join
0: me. Come and join me in my joy. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, beginning to see the questioning mind
1: okay. is built in with that standards of you got to get it right. You got to get everything done so that you will know what to do. Yeah. So you got to get these questions out. Right. Yeah. And like I said, there's no end to the doubt. There's no end to the questions. And the practice is actually quite simple. There's really nothing to it. That's a Buddhist joke, by the way. (laughs) I get it. (laughs) Nothing to it. Yeah. (laughs) There's nothing to it. It's easy. It's not hard. It is easy. It's not a struggle. Yeah, it's not. But when we set standards, the standards and meeting the standards, that becomes struggle.
2: That becomes the struggle. Yeah you kind of got to notice that you're setting those standards first before you can see them. Mm -hmm. It's no, it's, it's good. It's crazy because I I feel like for the past few weeks, I've just been building up all this great Sati, but I've been doing it with these rules that I put in place, but now those rules have helped me win and get success to a degree and helped me experience what it is to actually feel sati and feel good, but right. now I can and let so them congratu-
1: go. Right, congratulations. You can see them now as a, as a darkness, but they're still an old friend. Look how far they've gotten you.
2: Oh, good point. Yeah, it's like it's a new form of dissatisfaction now, the rules mm-hmm. that I made for myself to, mm-hmm. to, to be more wholesome. Sure. Yeah. So it, it, it's time to. Uh, uh, wow. Let... C- Congratulations.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a new form of transportation. Let's say that um, a guy in England decides that he wants to climb uh, Mount Everest. Okay. Right. So the first thing he does is get on an airplane and winds up in Nepal. Okay. Then he has to take a taxi up to a place but eventually has to get out of the taxi and hoof it. Okay. Right. All right. So that means that there are stages to everything in travel. There's also stages in the practice of meditation and that following the rules, the new rules is the first step to stop using the old rules and start using Mm. the new rules. But then while they get mixed in together, and so now we have to begin to understand, no, there's a correct way to practice without the rules. Mm. Because we're now we're now doing it with critical mind, we're doing it with nurturing. Mm-hmm. We're not yammering anymore, we're just relaxing.
2: This is what Dan means when he says, like, one thorn to pull out another thorn.
3: Mm-hmm. Precisely. So, so, So
2: the nurturing will probably eventually become...
0: What the rules are now Something to let go of Yeah. Well uh, A mommy
1: when she's taking care of the baby Doesn't set any rules for the baby at all That's the point Nurturing is no rules No rules yeah Now nurturing is anything that the baby wants That's okay
2: Yeah and eventually the nurturing will go too (laughs)
1: Yeah, but the nurturing will go away also, but let us not have the nurturing replaced with criticism. Right, right. That when the nurturing goes away, there's
2: nothing left. Yeah, yeah. No, no, there's nothing that the baby wants.
1: (laughs) Right. The the baby's got all the nourishment (laughs) that he needs right now. Always in the moment. In this moment, we can come to the place where we're just satisfied. Everything's okay.
2: Yeah, so first it starts out with rules, then it starts out, then nurturing, and then nothing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I see. I see. Cool.
1: Other than perhaps at that third stage would be just keeping an eye on it to make sure that one thought after another is one wholesome thought after
0: another, after another. Mm -hmm. And so that's the stage of... um, Going into a watchful place,
1: just watching, just noticing. That's the the next place to go because we want to stay there because it's very dangerous to go back to the rules.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, so first we nurture it, and then eventually we come down to just watch, just watch. And what are we watching? Basically, we're watching to make sure that we're watching.
2: Yeah, that we're watching. And then after a while, it doesn't matter what channel we're on. Mm -hmm. We're satisfied with whatever it is. Right. Precisely.
1: And so we can just forget about all those questions and getting it right. It's just, it's really easy to do if we remember to do it.
2: And I imagine another rule, an an invisible rule in there could be that I need to nurture now so that I can enjoy watching later, but maybe not.
1: Maybe right. it, any, exactly. any
2: combination of those could happen at any moment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's right. That, yeah. that, that,
2: that this is all
1: process oriented with no goals in mind. Right. 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 That can you enjoy this present moment?
0: Yeah. Right up to the last one. No goals. Mm-hmm. Just enjoy. Just enjoy the
1: moment. Everything's all right. Everything's fine. Let's watch, though. Pay attention. Just keep going. Keep noticing, because otherwise, if we forget, then we'll fall back into the habits. Now, over time, the habits themselves get weaker and weaker and weaker. Right. And the new habit is watching. So that becomes easier and easier and easier. That's the habit now. Is just paying attention to what's going on.
2: Yeah, and also like like refocusing to being wholesome. That's a big habit change for me, for sure. Mm -hmm. For sure, yeah.
1: So one of the ways that I work with that is I've got a game that I play with the dogs. The dogs don't know the game. But they play the game instinctually anyway.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. Dogs
1: are very territorial. Anything or anyone or any other animal that comes into their territory, they have something to say about it. Mm-hmm. Right. And so they're kind of on alert, even when the dogs are laying there. They've got an ear open. Mm-hmm. Right. Guarding their territory. So my little game sitting here on the porch is, is that I'm going to be a better dog than the dogs. I'm going to know when somebody comes before the dogs do. In other words, can I be here now so that the dogs uh, are, um, they're doing their job and they're going to wake up. The question is, am I going to wake up too to be in the present moment, which includes being in the senses? And that uh, I've actually got an advantage over the dogs uh, because out of the corner of the left eye, I could see any movement on the road.
3: Mm. Mm -hmm.
1: And so one of the the parts of that game is who's coming. And that uh, uh, generally when Tam is coming home, I can, if I'm um, alert, I'll know that she's coming before her vehicle, either the mo- motorbike or the, uh, the truck, comes around the bend. Before she comes around the bend, I'll know she's there. And so I'll wait. Yep, there she is. finding five seconds, three seconds. That's, that's it. That's the game to play, is to be alert so that when things happen, I'll know it, but I've got nothing else to do. I'm just sitting here on the porch with no place to go and nothing to do except just to watch what's going on. Okay, so this is the way that we're thinking about it is, is that, yeah, we're going to stay on guard. But that's the new habit. The new habit is to stay out of the mind and into the senses.
2: Into the senses. Mm-hmm. Like the whole, like, feeling of, like being in a body.
1: Right. To actually be here now means that you are in the body and you're using the body's eyes and ears and and touch sensations and tactile, feeling the wind, uh, feeling the sunshine. It's a brilliant um uh, very rarely, in fact, only at certain times of year, is there a place in the trees that the sun will come through that'll shine directly on. Mostly, uh, we can go all day without hitting any direct sunlight. But in January and February, at about four o'clock in the afternoon, there's a lot of sun right in the face. How would I know that if I had not been observing and watching and paying attention? So watching the sun as it goes across the sky, I, I know at sunset that sometimes in the year it sets over here, and sometimes in the year it
0: sets over there. Because we're just, just watching what's going on.
1: And so this is, uh, uh, this is what the ancients did. They didn't have books to read. They didn't have television to watch. They didn't have a whole lot of arguments to have. They didn't have a society to run. They didn't have political parties. There was nothing much to do except watch what was going on. And somehow, so much has started to happen with our society being so complex that we feel like that we got to get ready for it in advance. Rather than being able to handle it as it happens. And so that's part of the rules. Oh, you got to get ready. Oh, you got to know all the rules. You got to do everything in advance so that when it happens, you'll know how to do it.
3: Right, right. right, And I'm,
1: and, and what we're doing is developing an attitude rather than a set of rules. And the attitude is I can handle it without the rules. I don't have to be ready in the sense of a performance and getting it done right. I'm ready in the sense that it doesn't matter what happens. I can handle my feelings. Yeah. How I feel about it is actually what the important thing. And people think that oh, if it if it works the way that I want to, I'll feel good. And if it doesn't work out the way that I want to, I'll feel bad. Therefore I gotta make sure that it works out the way that I want it to.
2: Exactly.
1: Exactly. All right. yeah. But the new attitude is is that oh I can handle it and feel good and it doesn't matter what it is that happens.
2: Yeah, it doesn't need to work out in any particular way. It doesn't
1: need to work out in any particular way. It's just working out the way that it works out.
2: And then ironically, when you're really in that state that it doesn't need to work out in any particular way, it works out pretty well.
1: (laughs) It works out pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so that means that we begin to use everything, even our environment, as a toy. Playing little games with the dog.
2: Yeah, I came... um, Abby, when she came home uh, today, she didn't want to talk. And it, like, really surprised me because the night before, we were talking about breaking up, so I was, like, scared. And I went to take a walk. And I just... While I was taking the walk, I just... I created a whole attitude shift. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go out. I'm going to get ice cream for us. I'm going to surprise her. So I came Mm -hmm. home, and I, like... I, I did a whole song walking into mm-hmm. the room with some ice cream. And I saw like, I could see the smile from her lips getting wider and wider <laughs> and wider.
0: Uh,
1: exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh.
2: And she was like,
1: that's a game to play.
2: Yeah. And from that, from that moment on, we had an enjoyable evening. It's incredible. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's amazing what that does.
1: Well, if you keep coming out with some Anupana ice cream on a regular basis, She's not going to think so much about uh, uh, breaking up. Yeah, ex- on, on ice
2: cream. I see what you did there. <laughs> I'm help. I'm helping build her skill of remembering how great it is to be with me.
3: <laughs> yes, exactly.
2: That's great. Yeah, and 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 it's and it's a joy too to to watch her change in front of me.
1: That's the joy that I have with the students, of watching you guys go through your stuff. Yeah. Nice. It's, a, it's very joyful to watch that. Been there, well, done that.
0: Well, we still didn't
2: get to talk about the Patichas Sumat Pada, but I, I know we will.
1: We will, yes. We will. So, let's finish this call. Okay. And let you go back to understand. Uh, now, with the new fi- found understanding that you don't have to follow the rules. You don't have to set standards for yourself. You could just relax and enjoy.
2: I can just feel good right now. Yeah. You can
1: just feel good. Yeah, I'm that's sure the whole right thing. Now. You have yeah. permission to be okay. But you yeah. have to remember that you have permission to be okay. Otherwise, all the rules are going to come back in saying, oh, you're not doing this, and you're not doing that, you got to get this right, and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. But now that you're gonna have something, say, "Oh, yeah, I see that stuff, but I don't need it. I could be okay."
2: And just to like clarify, Don if I'm not feeling like that really intense joy, that that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, we're
1: looking for satisfaction.
2: Yeah, we're not. But in fact, if
1: you keep going back to the satisfaction, that joy will come back. Yeah. But you got to get the satisfaction again. Yeah. Okay. Stop setting rules that you got to do this, that, and the other thing and have joy, big hard job. No. The only thing that we got on our list is nurturing satisfaction.
2: Nurturing and satisfaction. Okay. So two rules now.
1: <laughs> well, down to two rules is better than 10,000.
2: 10,000,
1: 10, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. in fact, we could go down to say, really, this just one rule. Duca Duca Naroda. That's Duke, the only one Duca Naroda. Yeah. Duca Duca Naroda. See the Duca and let it go.
2: I like what you said about nurturing and satisfaction, No, I'll let that carry me. Excellent. All right. All right.
1: Thanks, Damerado.
2: Okay. Bye-bye.
1: You notice it is raining really
2: hard right now. Oh no, I don't see any rain. Oh no, it's really, really coming oh, down. This oh, thing. I see it on your roof. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. I love, I love listening to the rain. It, it's so nice.
1: I'm surprised that the microphone is so good that it blocks all of that out. You can't hear it.
2: It does, yeah. For me,
1: it's all deafening. <laughs> Do you, it's en-
2: hear you Do you like the sound of the rain? You enjoy it? Yes,
1: but not during a conversation. Like, yes, I enjoy going to a disco, but not when somebody wants to talk. Yeah, I know, right? Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can okay. hear anything anybody says. All right, well, we'll see you. Okay. Bye now, Ronald. <laughs> Bye-bye.